What's up, guys? This is the Board Certified Gaming Podcast, the video game podcast rated M for mature. That was dumb. That was very dumb. That was very dumb. I what did you do last week? I did Board Certified Gaming Podcast backwards. I spelled it backwards or said it backwards. So you said gaming certified board? No, like actually like it was like sacked off Nemang, like defit wreck the rob. Yeah. See, I I even said in the episode Amara would cringe and I'm putting all in my, this I'm putting in my two weeks' notice. Fine. You're also able to come up with intros if you want. These are very hard and I'm running out of ideas of stuff to say when we intro the podcast. How this do you introduce is, yourself at parties? Hi, I'm Andy. Start that way. Okay. I'm Andy, the person you're gonna know. Hello there. So we are a video game podcast. If you don't know that already, what's wrong with you? We're going to be talking about some cool stuff today. I'm Andy. Like we just said, Amar is here Yep. again. So today we're going to spend this episode talking about something that most gamers don't really pay much attention to. We didn't really, but it's actually something that, you know, is vital to gaming in itself. And that's crack. I'm just kidding controllers we're talking about controllers. were you trying to see if anybody was paying attention <laughs> well i hope they are you know someone's like, just wait, in wait, a what? car right now just be like crack excuse me how did they know that's like you increased your kd ratio that's what g fuel how is. do you think we pull all those all-nighters man that is essentially g fuel, g fuel is, crack. Is, is gamer crack. g fuel please sponsor us we'd be fine with that you're not crack but we know you're basically just the same thing speaking of i took advantage of the memorial day bogo hell yeah man i ordered another tub of strawberry banana and i also got the french vanilla iced coffee coming i don't think i'd like that I will let you know if I do. Like, I, I picture it as, like, a fruit-flavored thing. So it's, like, French vanilla ice, like, coffee. Well, I mean, this is supposed to be, like, a energy drink. So just imagine it tasting like coffee, iced coffee. Coffee, I guess. Which I'm, I don't get iced coffee, but that's just me. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm strange. So I'm a we're black gonna, coffee kind of guy. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk about controllers today. As riveting as that sounds. Not the Drake song. There's a Drake song called Controllers. Controller. Ah, not yeah. controller. It's not about video game controllers, though. Well, then I'm not going to listen. There's no point. It's a, it's, a, it's a jam, though. I bet. Well, Drake makes some uh, bangers. So you might be thinking, wait a minute, they're talking about controllers? Fucking why? That's so stupid. But that's the point. Nobody really thinks about controllers. They've just been, they come with the box you play with. So it's Sometimes like, they're in your wall. Sometimes they're on the floor. Sometimes you break them when you're angry. Sometimes you snap them in half. But they're all expensive. All of them. Every yeah. single one. And it helps to have more of them, which is weird. It's like, yes, I am one person, but I always want a second one. Well, yeah. I feel what like it's coming a buddy over. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it benefits you to have more than one, even though you just I'm by myself. <laughs> even though only like once a year people come over to play Mario Kart, it's still nice to have eight Joy-Cons in case if I have yeah. seven other people that want to play Mario Kart with me. So for all the PC Master Race people, we get it. You don't have a controller. You're fucking cool. But what do you think a mouse and keyboard is? They can plug in a controller it's, too. I know, but I'm just saying. A typical PC. Those are inputs. Those are controllers. A mouse and a keyboard is basically thumbsticks and, and a D-pad and buttons just in more spread out. So shut up. All right. Everybody uses controllers. That's literally how you play Control the game. Things. Okay. It's literally how you play the game. Without them, video games would just be long, shitty movies. And this is not the board certified movie podcast. All right. This is about video games. So you're going to talk about control. We're going to talk about controllers today because you use them literally every single time that you play. And it's kind of interesting to see 
the history of controllers. Do you use them every time you play, though? Yeah. What about a Kinect? Controller. Is it, though? Voice inputs and motion, I guess. It's not, I wouldn't call that I controller. I did it. I, I used the Kinect as, like, a Xbox, do whatever. Xbox it was so stupid. On. Yeah. And, like, actually, because Mass Effect 3, I remember, that was the first game I was playing at the time. And I was like, wait a minute. You can use voice commands when literally all it was is instead of pressing A to open the door, you can just say open. And then I, it just acts like you pressed A. I remember so when, when the one came out and they were like force bundled with the Kinect. Yeah. Somebody bought the newest 2K game and because yeah, the Kinect has to be that. always on, they discovered that if you if it detects you swearing, you get a, you get a technical. Which I love that. I That's the one thing I'm happy for is that, oh shit, hey, language. That's I swear a, that's a way team. too Free much throw. when I play FIFA. Oh, I, yeah. I don't need to be... You'd get a red, man. I would... Yeah, I would, after like, what, four or five, you just Probably. forfeit the match? Nope. No thanks. So with new consoles on the horizon, we thought it'd be a good idea to talk about some of these unsung heroes of games because really you don't think about it, but actually, you're not good. Your controller is. I'm kidding. <sighs> but a bad controller, Ooh. you can kind of tell. I've had some bad controllers where it's like the thumbsticks... Well, Mad Cats is a whole different <laughs> kind of bad. We've mentioned them before. Are they back yet? I I hope they stay dead. If they were, I think they're probably dead again. <sighs> but controller, I've had some bad ones where the thumb pads are all just completely torn. But it's like it's the one I have where the it doesn't even charge anymore because the the connector doesn't go in all the way, and it's like if you move it a little bit, it turns it off. So it's like a good controller. And Amar has had the other side of that, where he's had the fanciest controller, and he swears by it because it's probably the best thing he's best gaming peripheral he's had in a long time. So we're just gonna kind of talk about the history of them, brief, you know, brief history, go through them because there's been a lot of weird ones, there's been a lot of good ones, there's been a lot of bad ones, we think, and there's kind of an interesting flow to the history of controllers and just seeing how it's evolved over time and where kind of the the big three, I guess, Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation, have kind of gone from jump, from the start. But before we do that, we're going to press pause here. I hate you so I much. Know, I know. And I let hate you, you so fucking much. <laughs> and let you guys know about some things you can do for us. So You can unfollow us on literally please everything. Please do. Please shame me on my Twitter. I deserve it. You know, just please call me all kind of names. If That's you DM me, I will give you his address. We will go outside and boo him together. Andy Lucas 33 on Twitter. Go ahead. Talk shit. I don't care. So follow our Twitter at BCG Podcast. BCG Podcast on Twitter. We appreciate you. We're almost at 50 followers. Amar is wiping his face because I I'm just waiting for you to terrible. resume the podcast. Which you do with the start button. You mean press A to say resume? Options. Yeah. Which that's where are you? Where are you on the start versus options? It's it's start and select. It Do always you still will say be. start. Yep. Yeah. Even oh, though yeah. on Xbox, it's like start and menu. Yeah. It's I. It's, it's not even like there's a start above it and like an options above it. It's literally three bars or two boxes on the Xbox controller, and I'm like, okay, like it's still start. And I told my girlfriend about this. I was like, I'll press the start button. She's like, the what? And I'm like, this. Oh, those three, the those three little button. bars. Like, press that. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, you said start, and I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, that means go, dumbass. Yeah. So follow our Twitter at BCG Podcast. Follow our Instagram at Board Certified Gaming Podcast, B-O-R-E-D, 
If you type in B-O-R-A-D, you're going to get a lot more interesting people. Borad. Is that real? Borad certified. Did I say B-O-R-A-D? Yeah. Oh, shit. Don't look Borad. at that either. B-O-A-R-D. Borad certified. Gaming. I know how to spell. If that doesn't exist, I'm taking that Twitter handle. I'm just posting weird Mow shit. Out. Yeah. Borat. <laughs> nice. Borad. Borat certified gaming. I thought that's where you were going with. No, like said you said you said B O R A D. I know. I thought you were T-X. making a Borat reference. Red Dead Redemption is nice. So follow our Instagram. Do you want to play Halo? B O R E D certified gaming podcast. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash BCG podcast. Check them all out. We really, if you're going to pick one, pick the Twitter. That's probably the our pride and joy, my pride and joy at least. God. I tweet on it all the time. If you like the intro and the stupid God. little puns that I've been putting it's in this. It's just all fucking day. That's all it is. So. Don't even hit that little notification bar. Just follow it and just mute it. Enjoy. It still counts as a follow. So, so we're going to get into this. Amar and I are in our 20s. So obviously the first video game, we didn't really have. It, the Atari came out in like the 70s. We weren't alive for that. I've played an Atari. Have you did too. Have no. you? You haven't played Atari? Okay. I have played the, on the Atari just because my family had one. Hmm. So I don't know why they didn't play video games. I think they were just like, hey, this is a thing that people have. So I played the Atari. That was like the first, I think, joystick I remember. Because yeah, wasn't the, it just like a box with just it is a one box stick? with a one stick and a button. And I'm very good with sticks. What is it, the Atari 2600 you had? I think so, yeah. I'm very good with sticks that fit in my hand. Very good. Introductory price was $200, which is the equivalent of $840. Imagine paying that for an Atari thing. Ridiculous. So if you don't know what an Atari is, it's very... It doesn't even have ray tracing. (laughs) Can I get the Atari in 4K? (laughs) So it's a very old system that if you're under the age of, let's see, 77, that's like 40... That'd be 2017. So, I don't know. 80s babies are about to hit 40 this decade. You should know what it is. If not, it's a very old system that is not around anymore. It made a lot of blocked games. Pong was on it. All these other games were on it. The controller was a joystick and a button. That was literally it. That's what people had to play games on it. It was very shitty. Things didn't move that quickly. 128 bytes of RAM. Not even megabytes regular bytes yeah so that's the one i remember playing the controller was very weird but it was kind of revolutionary at the time because it was like oh my god instead of actually like i can control things with this stick and then if i need to shoot or need to throw or need to jump i can press this one button that it had and then they just kind of evolved from that in that okay joysticks suck let's not do joysticks when people want to move, let's just do arrows. And that's the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. Kind of set the standard for controllers. In 1983, they had just a rec- NES? Yes. That's what I just said. <laughs> Pay attention. I keep just looking up this Atari thing because I've, I've seen pictures. Okay, Lamar's going to play Atari after this, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the cheapest one I can find is $1,600. I don't think I am. Jesus, I think my parents still have one. Why do they still have one? Sell it. Get two grand for it. Is it a vintage Atari 2600 on eBay for $1,600? I can get the flashback for 50 bucks. Yeah, I'm sure. They remade them sometime. So the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, if you have not seen it before, 
Just go look it up. It's basically go into a hot topic and there's probably a t-shirt that has some or kind a of lunchbox. Yeah, there's probably yeah. something you can get a belt buckle that looks like it. It's a rectangle. There's a D-pad on the left side. There's an A and a B button on the right side. There's select and start in the middle. That's what kind of became the gold standard for controllers, which what you think of today as a controller, buttons on the right, D-pad on the left, start and select in the middle. And that was it. That was the controller. Yes, it had kind of a limitation because it only could only go up, down, left, and right. They, people kind of got around that by pressing both at the same time. It kind of worked, didn't work all the time. But then it was just, that's what we needed. We needed the games that we created only can go up, down, left, right. And you had two buttons that really didn't matter. And you could do the Konami code. Up, down, up, down. Oh, up, up, down, down, left, Shit. right, left, right, BA. Okay, fine. I Yeah, I would have failed already. So that was kind of my first handheld controller with pressing buttons and getting the two hands on it and getting prepared for like, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. Obviously, I played a lot of Duck Hunt, which is a completely different controller because it was a gun. Like literally, you gave kids a gun to shoot ducks. And I think it worked on other games. I don't know any other games that the gun controller worked on, but I remember shooting the hell out of them ducks. And then maybe I think the Wii had uh, like a yeah. Gun attachment there have been other gun attachments in the future, but I'm saying back in the day, I remember playing Super Mario Bros. and then Duck Hunt with that gun, and you had to plug it in separately. And I was like, okay, cool, because you could have two controllers in there. I think it was a two two player with what the NES, the NES, yeah. yeah. So one of them could be the gun, and the other one. I did not know this until I was like 20. One person can have the controller, can control the ducks. And then the other person oh, yeah, has I the gun about that a while and can too. shoot the ducks. I wish I was like five when I learned that because then I would have just been fucking with my brothers and like, okay, hey, I'm going to move these ducks. Like, I mean, you still can if you're just like, hey, you guys want to just play some duck hunt? I guess, but I don't want to have to pay $600 for an old NES. I'm sure if you get the like the NES classic. It doesn't it's... come with duck hunt. And the gun controller? Not the not the gun. Somebody, somebody probably made an attachment. You go to Make Sense Variety. They're selling an NES for under hundred bucks. Uh, I guess, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't want to buy that and spend money on just like five minutes of Duck Hunt. Like, it's just, we'll see. But that controller came out and was pretty cool. I remember not having any problems with it, and it became like the all right. All these other game companies, like the next one is the Sega Genesis in 1988. That kind of also had D-pad on the left, buttons on the right. No start and select button in the middle, but it was there. And then I was like, okay, we're just going to build off of that. Kind of becomes a copycat league. It's like, all right, we're going to... But this is the point where you see, okay, well, that's theirs. We're going to change the shape, or we're going to make it more ergonomic for your hands, or we're going to make it... So we're going to add other buttons. We're going to make so... oh. Our games are a little bit more advanced. So we're going to add a third button because there's other shit apparently you need to do that two buttons in A and B can't really do. Oh, yeah, I see that. And then fucking Super Nintendo was like, fuck you, four buttons. Yeah. So it became this kind of like pissing contest, this, you know, dick size contest. Like, oh, three buttons? Ha! Amateur hour. Here's four buttons. Remember our old controller? Oh, you wanted to make some weird like Batman looking thing? Fine. Ours is a little rounded, so it's like, okay, hand one, hand two fits kind of perfectly on there. So that's what they, it's, was this interesting 
dynamic where they're just, okay, how can we make this? Because that shit's pretty good. We're going to take that whole D-pad, A, B button thing. But how can we make it better so it looks like it's that old meme that's like, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but just make it look like I didn't do it. I feel like you've already used that joke before. Probably. So does everybody. That's what a meme is. I'm going to lock you in a room just to write new material for like a month. Fine. That's your quarantine. You know what you're going to get? You're going to get a lot of stupid-ass jokes that you're going to make. It's going to make you cringe and put your hand over your eyes. The pandemic is going to kill me. Probably. Which we hope you guys are staying safe throughout this whole entire Wash your hands. Yeah, please. Don't Wash your hands, wash your butt. Always wash your butt. Well, yeah. So Who, the, who's not been washing their butt during this thing? I don't know. There's somebody out there. Nasty ass. So the Super Nintendo, like Amar said, came out and was like, okay, Sega Genesis, you want three buttons? Here's a fourth, bitch. A, B, Super Nintendo X just and y. took what the original Nintendo had and just made it a lot more ergonomic. I wish I had the article or the news story or the interview or something as to why they went A, B, X, and Y instead of A, B, Y, and Z. I don't get the point. Like, that's the one thing I never really understood. A and B kind of makes sense. It's the first two letters of the alphabet. Obviously, the first two buttons you're going to have are A and B. But why they went X and Y, I have no idea. I guess Z just didn't look cool. Well, they, uh, I don't understand their conventions. I think this is also the first one that had shoulder buttons on it, too. Yeah. But I think those shoulder buttons are just what L and R, right? I think so. Just because that's, that's, and that's stayed the test of time left and right. Because it's like, okay, shit, we have up, down, left, and right on the D-pad, but we're not going to put letters on there because that's going to confuse people if we just keep a bunch of letters. We got A, B, and X, and Y. What are these shoulder buttons going to be? How about shoulder one and shoulder two? Ah, no, that's going to suck. How about left and right? Like, it's just become this, you see some people, okay, this is left, this is right. And then the next controller that comes out is like, we're going to take that. This is left and right. We're going to have shoulder buttons because all these new games come out with the advances in technology in making games. They're like, well, what if this guy who's fighting can do 17 different kinds of moves? You can't really do that if you just have up, down, left, right, A and B. So it's like you need to come out with new buttons that do new shit because you got to make your console sell. You got to make it stand out from everything else. And one company that has kind of stayed true to its design the whole entire time so you know what you're going to get, what it is, what it does, is PlayStation. So in 1994, the PS1 comes out, which this controller is very simple, I'd say, compared to where it is now. PlayStation has obviously improved upon it, but the aesthetic has been kind of the same. Well, yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's which, what Sony's true. always been. So they took the same kind of, okay, four D-pad or D-pad on the left, four buttons on the right, fine. Start select in the middle, cool. Super Nintendo, you do you. Shoulder buttons, that's fine. We got four of them. We got fucking four shoulder buttons. Bitch, suck on that. What are you going to do about it? Our shit does six more things than you do because just like with math, it's, you know, add two more buttons and combine them with all the combinations you can make with all the other buttons you have on there. You get, you know, an infinite amount of combinations that it's like, well, we just doubled all the potential combinations for these games that we made. And then they kind of added the whole, great, yours is rounded, ours is rounded too. But we have these little handles on the bottom so people can grab their hands around it because these little circles, while they are getting a little bit more ergonomically sound for your hands, 
what if we have something that people can actually like hold on to? And that's why PlayStation was like, yeah, our design is pretty sick. So then Nintendo, in all of its glory, was like, took some cocaine, maybe some weed and some LSD, and came up with a Nintendo 64 controller. That thing is wackier than hell. It's not even going to be their wackiest one. It's yet. not, but that's the thing. It's not going to be their wackiest one. Nintendo always innovates, though. That's the thing. It's, it's like, so it weird. looks like a weird controller, but like when you play it, it's actually kind of yeah, nice. Yeah. So they took, it's just very interesting seeing the evolution of these things because then you have go from the PS1 to the N64, which is like, okay, you got two sticks. We have three. And there's the, one of the analog sticks is in the middle. And then we have all these buttons. And we have more buttons than your controller has. You want four shoulder buttons? Here's A, B, four C buttons, two shoulders, a Z, a Z in the back, in the back yeah. and a, only a start in the middle with a D-pad on the left. They used to sell these at Seven Mile Fair pre-programmed with like 7,000 games. Yeah. But it was just 100 copies of like Super Mario and then another 100 copies of Super Mario 2. Yeah. Then like a hundred different versions of Donkey Kong. Yeah, I mean and they charge you like forty bucks for this thing. Well, yeah, because it's a ripoff. That's the whole point. Yeah. I mean, they it's my first Nintendo system. Well, I know, but they probably pay. They probably paid ten dollars to make them and sell them for forty. But the N sixty four, what you didn't even know how to hold this thing. It's the shape of an M, but the middle is the longest one, or a W, depending on how you hold or it, or a W, which or an don't e. don't play it like or a the number three. Don't play it like a W because you're going to suck at every single game you play. You'd be surprised. Unless you can play upside down. Props. That's awesome. But there's just so many buttons. I think Nintendo was like, okay, we went a little bit too far. Too many buttons. People don't know how to hold on to it. You know what I'm curious about? What? To kind of sidetrack here. So Nintendo's been doing with the, the Switch Online where they've been going from like the NES Classic and then the SNES Classic where they've been kind of adding those to the Nintendo Switch Online library. Yeah. And those make sense because the Joy-Cons, you can you can make that work. You know, you can kind of reprogram those buttons. Yeah. If they decided to, like, port... Remake the... Yeah. N64 games over to the Switch Online. How are they going to do that? Yeah. Because there's... I don't know. Th like, there's no... They're going to have to do some mapping. Like, because... It doesn't. I understand. That. Are you going to need three Joy Cons? Maybe that's the and thing. Then you have to how buy you, an attachment. How do you figure it out? Because there's, which I guess there's. I, I don't know if there's see enough. It. You buttons. could use the left Joy Con for the left. You could use the right one for the middle. And then another right one. Yeah, they would. Probably, what do you do for Z? Well, I mean, a lot of times with the N64, I mean, you held it either on both ends, or you had just one in the middle, and you ignored I did, the. D I did left hand middle. Yeah. Right hand buttons. Correct. If I needed the D pad, I just reached over. I, I took the, like, I took the hand off and put it on the left. They hand. would they would most likely program it that way. But I mean, a lot of the things that you needed a D pad for, you would use the analog anyways. Yeah, but that's all. So I'm I saying. guess maybe that gets kind of, rid of a set of buttons. I maybe guess. that was yeah. Maybe maybe that question was kind of dumb. That's for somebody that's above our pay grade They're to figure it out, out as we speak. I hope so because I want all these N sixty four games. It's just the controller is insane. They took the PlayStation controller and just basically gave it a bunch of drugs and were like, here's the new controller. It's a PlayStation controller with a boner. Pretty much. That's a very astute statement. Thanks. So they made this controller. And you notice, instead of A, B, X, Y, they did A, B, Cs. 
And the C's are just up, down, left, right. The C's are up, down, left, right. So it's like a second D-pad. So all those guys are like, press C up. And I'm like, what? And then the shoulder buttons, I believe, are X and Y. And then the trigger on the bottom is Z. No, I think the shoulder buttons are just Pretty sure the shoulder button. Oh, maybe. But I thought there was an X, Y, and Z. But I have one. I don't think so. I, I think you're actually right. It's left, right, and Z. But the whole point was... I was say, I can go confirm it. I don't know if I get There's that. a Z now. So they're like, okay, shit. What do we do? X, Y, we've done already. A, B. Okay, what about Cs? Okay, Cs are there. We'll add Cs. All right, what are we doing for this trigger button? D is already D-pad. I don't want to go D because that's D-pad. E is not going to make any sense. All right, well, what about Z? Oh, shit, thank God we have Z. Oh, cool. Now they're screwed. If they want to add any more buttons, they have to go really nuts. So that's Nintendo. Nintendo's going weird. While they're going weird with it, PlayStation is like, hey, you know what? Our controller, pretty dope. We don't, you know, we don't hate it. We don't need all these unnecessary buttons, but we know, you know, that N64, that stick, they kind of got something there. What we're going to do? Two sticks. Fuck you, Nintendo. (laughs) Like... We're going to have two sticks to our controller, and they got the PlayStation DualShock. This one used to frustrate me because they had the button where you could enable or disable analog. Analog, yeah, and I always press that all the time. Well, I got pissed because my cousin would press it when I was like in the bathroom, and then I would sit there and fucking figure it out. They also had L3 and R3. Yes. Which, when I first played Grand Theft Auto as a youth, I was super confused when it said press L3 to honk. I was like, the fuck is that? Which those are pressing the sticks down. Yep. So instead of just having... Back in the day, you couldn't just Google that shit. You had to call a hotline. Yeah. So they kind of went a step further. They were like, all right, we're going to have two sticks. And you know what? The sticks are buttons. You can press the sticks. So they're just like, every single one of these controllers is basically these companies pulling out their dick and saying, all right, mine's got a little bit bigger because I added something to it. It's basically your dick, but with a little bit more onto it. So then the yeah, if wow. I wish that I wish that could happen, but it doesn't. I don't think that's what happens at all. Probably not. Meanwhile, Sega is eating glue in a corner and was like, hey, how about the Dreamcast? I Do, wish that thing was. What if you wanted to play games on your memory cards? That sounds cool, right? What if it's we just don't like play the, it on the memory card? I know, I'm just saying. Like there's a digital interface on the memory card. For some games, not For all. some reason. They thought for that some would of them, it's idea. just like Shenmue. I think it's just like a graphic, and yeah. then sometimes they like go through your journal. But the Dreamcast was just like, "Hey, 1998, here's this weird ass thing. Why not? Let's make it." And that's why Sega isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> I wish sorry, the Dreamcast. Sorry, Sega. Sega. Amar actually has a Dreamcast that he's. I got it for Christmas. Yeah, yes, which fun. he's hopefully going to play soon. They did have the X, Y, A, and B where they should be, a D pad where it should be, but they had the stick on the left. And then just a big-ass hole in the middle for your memory cards. This was the original Xbox controller. It was, which we'll get to later. It's actually interesting to see how the Duke came from the Dreamcast controller. But oh, the Duke. you stick these sticks, instead of sticking the memory cards into the system, you stick them into the controller. Because they were like, that's the problem. People are complaining because you got to stick memory cards in the system. What if you can just put it in the controller? And then you can take it to your friend's house. Yeah, and play. But you can also take a memory card to your friend's house. This was the OG cloud storage. I guess. It's so fucking weird. Sega, I don't know what you're thinking. It doesn't look ergonomically sound. It just looks like a... It's actually not bad. 
I bet it is. It's not bad. Are there triggers in the back? I yeah. don't remember. There are triggers yeah, in the back. There's triggers in the back. It's just like you're holding. The triggers are the only things that feel weird. Yeah. It's just I can't describe what it looks like. Like it, what it would feel like you're holding. It's just it's big square. Take an Xbox controller, add like a little like double its volume and that because it looks bigger than it actually is it just looks really cumbersome and like it it looks like what the duke would have been if they didn't trim if they continued going with the duke yeah so sega sega's doing its weird shit it's just like okay we're not gonna take anything from you guys we have to be different because nobody respects us anymore so we're gonna try to come out with something no shade on the dreamcast it's a very good system rest in peace rest in peace dreamcast but the controller is very weird. And they're just like, how about digital you uh, interface memory cards with buttons on them that you can do things on the memory cards because we want people to game before they game and have little things that they press buttons on before they press buttons on the controller. Sega is weird. So I'm just going to throw that out. It's fine. But then, But then one of the greatest systems that does not get the credit for being a mobile system as it should be. It literally had a fucking handle yep. on it. What do you think a handle was for? Aesthetics? Nah. It's for carrying. Cable management? It's basically like a giant briefcase that you carry around. The Nintendo GameCube in 2001. Did you ever have the GBA adapter for? Of course I did. Dude, How do you think I played fucking... Zelda Four Swords by myself? It makes the thing like even more of a fucking brick. Yes, and I played Crystal Chronicles on it as well. Oh, I love that game. Oh, yeah. So the Nintendo GameCube. They were like, you know what? The N64 was a little bit too weird, a little bit too ahead of its time. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. A little bit too cumbersome in some ways. It's like, well, how do you hold it? We do should, you hold we it like this? Do you hold it? Years. So they were like, they, you know what? Get rid of the boner. Get rid of the middle part. That's fine. Put the analog stick on the left. But they were like, all right, two analog sticks, fine. And a D-pad, fine. And four buttons, fine but three triggers and then the like smash brothers shit. evo circuit was forever changed yeah so the game this is like their preferred controller for every smash game ever i mean to the point that they re-released this controller exclusively yeah, can, for the switch you can get one on a switch and it's awesome so the nintendo gamecube i enjoy that controller because you that was the first that's in my top five that was the first controller that i remember you get a click when you press the triggers yes like the other ones so were kind of, the other ones were kind of just like silent buttons. These and then after were a like, while they'd creak. Yeah. These the Nintendo GameCube, except for the Z button, the left and right trigger buttons, you actually got like a click. Like yep. you were taking and actually like pressing down and feeling some kind of resistance like you're pressing down, not just pressing a button. And then I kind of liked the button layout. Where A, which you're gonna use more than anything, is fucking huge. B, which is not so much is tiny x and y are around the a and then the c stick is aim but then you also got a d-pad so controllers now you picture them two analog sticks where your thumbs are under and then you got a d-pad up left buttons upper right this one did analog stick upper right d-pad lower left or wow analog stick upper left d-pad lower left buttons upper right analog stick lower right so it's like you kind of reversed it, which I kind of dug because I didn't use the D-pad much. I didn't want to have to go up for a D-pad like if I was using it rarely. Right. It kind of bugs me on controller a little, controllers a little bit now, 
But that one was like, all right, D-pad down here if I need to use it, sure. Because GameCube, GameCube actually used it pretty frequently. There would be games where, like, I remember playing SSX Tricky. That's how you spun, is you use the D-pad. You can use the analog stick, but you don't spin as fast. Whereas if you hold the D-pad button down, you'd spin right away when you well, jump. That, that um, analog stick had that, like, all those divots in there. So if you like circled yeah, it was around, rich. you got like really nice clicks in there too. Yeah. And it was, I remember it had a really good grip on it. So I remember the GameCube controller very well. Overall, I, it was a perfect controller for it was like very good. If you, if you needed like sensory, yeah, like whatever that's called, mm-hmm. I would just sit there and just fucking. Ugh. And that was actually my first wireless controller. Oh, you bought the wireless one too? I had the Wavebird. Wasn't that like a thick motherfucker? It was too? a fat dude. It was basically the GameCube controller, but it put on twenty pounds. I think my cousin like left it got it, my house it put on its college weight a little bit. Had a decent battery life. It did, and I remember I got it at a yard sale way after it came out, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is wireless! You mean I can just like play it from my couch and not have to worry about wires?" That was my first wireless controller ever. Yeah. And I was like, "This is pretty fucking dope. Maybe this will be a thing in the future." Little do we know, wires don't exist anymore i think my first wireless one was for the original xbox but that's because i got that before i got the gamecube yeah so the wavebird was really awesome all you had to do was set a channel on the little receiver you plugged into the gamecube set the same channel on the controller it would find it turn it on put on batteries in it and then you'd play it was fatter so it like fit in your hands a little thicker i kind of enjoyed it because i was like all right same kind of click with the triggers I'm having a good time. I can play GameCube games from farther away, even though my eyes are terrible and I need to be close anyway. So the GameCube was awesome. But that same year, 2001, Xbox made the Duke. So the old Xbox, OG Xbox. The Duke fat-ass controller. So that one I think they only ran with for a few months because when I got the Xbox as a gift when I was young, it came with the S controller, like the super slim mm. one. But I remember my uncle, he was living with his roommate, his best friend. And when I would go over there to hang out with them, he had the original Halo. Yeah. Now picture 2001, I was seven, about to turn eight. So little kid. Yeah. Holding a fucking controller. Huge. This thing was like. It's going to be super big. If I had it. to like guess a controller that I would hold now with like adult hands. Yeah. It was. It was like gigantic. A You're hanging onto a clipboard. I, dude, I couldn't hold it. Yeah. I just couldn't. I don't know how adults did. Even still to this day, like I held a Duke like a few months ago. Yeah. And I still like, I mean, I want to buy one for the Xbox One for sure. But like, I still can't fucking comfortably hold that. Yeah. Thing. Like these, we talked about the Dreamcast being a weird, you know, one-off controller. But the Duke is actually just like they took the Dreamcast controller and kind of trimmed the fat a little bit. You know, they just. And then the black and white buttons, which was like weird. Yes. Which. Did you ever own an original Xbox? No, but I've played it. Great. I've played it a lot. And it's I was, a very underrated console. It is. I got very confused by the black and white buttons because they were like, you know what? It's been done before. Everybody does triggers. We have triggers. Everybody does two analog sticks. We have two analog sticks. We copied the GameCube as well because we have analog stick upper left, D-pad lower left, analog stick lower right, buttons upper right. But... We have black and white buttons, which do other stuff, you know, because why not? And we, just the we giant need a new Xbox idea. logo in the center. Yeah, so and you was, always know what you're playing. Yeah, it's like here, it didn't do anything, 
yet. It felt nice, though. But it's just a giant-ass circle that has the word Xbox in it, a giant X, because you're like, this is what you're playing. This is the system. This is a controller for the system. It doesn't work on anything else. You know what the hell you're playing. It's just the black and white buttons, because there is a start and select button, so it's not those. There are triggers. It's not those. It's just black and white. The opening theme when you first start that Xbox, the yeah. original. Oh, yeah, man. that was great. And they had kind of like a thicker, bigger design, for, which Amar said is just, it's huge. And yeah, so they're like, massive. you know what? It's pretty big. We'll slim it down. So they slimmed it down in the Japanese version, which is the S one that Amar talked about, which has become the more colloquially, colloquially known, more comfortable, universally known as the Xbox controller. The Duke is just the fat one. It's fat brother. That now, now there's a slimmed down Japanese version. I'm gonna look if I can now buy the Duke. Yeah, he's gonna try to buy a Duke now. Which I enjoyed the controller. It was huge. And it's like tough to maneuver around these big controllers, especially when you're a young kid and you have oh. tiny hands. Which now I have big hands, and you know what they say about big hands? Cannot afford gloves that well. That's a bad joke. So in 2001, that's Xbox was riding high with its fat controller that they're like, all right, well, you're going to lose some weight because people are complaining because their hands aren't big enough. Meanwhile, Nintendo is developing just something completely bonkers, the Wii, which they're like, you know what? Everybody's going all these buttons and adding more buttons to their controllers. Guess who was the OG of too much buttons? The N64. So they're like, you know what, what we're going to do here, we're just going to go this weird wireless remote with this little like joystick connected to it, if you want, if you if the game requires. So 2006 is the Wiimote and the Nunchuck. Very weird names for what it was. So many were thrown in, into TVs and thrown into ceilings. Yep. You had to I buy did like it. a little Wii condom for it. I which I did not have. You didn't? I remember Did you ever put the straps on? No. Fucking idiot. And I remember first day I got it, I got it for Christmas. My parents no. really I was bowling. Oh no. And I did not let go until my hand was up. And so it let go and it hit the ceiling and then came back oh, down. Sorry, it's gonna it TV. still worked. Still worked. Those things are resilient as hell, but very injury prone. There were because Wii Sports that came with the console was just a huge game. Everybody was bowling. Everybody's playing baseball. Everybody's playing tennis and boxing and all this other crap. And you throw those remotes. And it, that's why there was literally a reminder that's like, for the love of God, please put this strap on your hand. Please put it on your wrist so we're not chucking these things and breaking TVs because we don't want to get sued because everybody has to replace their TV now. So they just, Nintendo throughout this entire history of them, they're just fucking weird. They're like, okay, everybody's doing this. They're zigging. How can we zag? How can we change completely and make it weird? So that was the Wii. In that same year, Sony just did this PS2 controller, but wireless. And then, yeah. That's... And then the greatest controller in the history of controllers, the Xbox 360. Yes, which the Xbox 360 controller, Amar, is going to swear by. It's the as best. It's the it's best. It's perfect. Everybody agrees. It is. It's not a wrong answer. It's, it's not a wrong opinion. Fine. It's just not. It's, I will not entertain any discussion on this. Fine. I would say it got better. But Xbox basically, basically took the Duke. 
trimmed it down, refined the edges, refined all the buttons, got rid of the black and white ones, don't need that shit, gave you two bumpers, two triggers, and you can press the middle thing, which is a button. First one to do that. You couldn't push the PS logo in the middle of the PlayStation controllers. It wouldn't do anything. And those concave analog sticks. Yeah. Oh. So good. It's Perfect. awesome. And then there were lights around the button. So it's like when you press it, you're going to see a light show. One, two, three, or four. You can, and it showed you what player you were. It was, pre- it's, I wouldn't say the perfect controller. I don't know what the perfect controller is. We're talking about it right now. I told but you Amar, I will Amar is this gonna, idea. Amar is going to swear by the Xbox 360 controller. I would agree. I think it is a great controller. It is the diff- The main difference that you will notice between Xbox and PlayStation controllers is the location of their analog sticks. Because one is different than the other. One has two analog sticks on the bottom. The other one has one up on the left and one down on the right. That's Xbox. PlayStation has two below. And Xbox and PlayStation, they're not really fighting with Nintendo anymore for like, okay, what is Nintendo doing? How can we make a controller different? PlayStation is like, we make the same controller, just sharper, looks like it's modern or in the future. Like it's two analog sticks, same buttons, same triggers, whatever. Xbox is like, all right, we had the Duke slim it down, get trim all those buttons. We don't need black and white buttons. Who gives a shit? We don't see color anymore. It's 20 whatever, right? We don't need black and white buttons. Now make that center fucking thing that everybody knows says Xbox. Make that into a fucking button. That's probably the most important button because that's how you go to the dashboard. That's how you do anything. If you want to switch games, turn off the console, anything. Well, and they all had that. The Wii had the home button. PlayStation 3 had the home button. Xbox had it. And then they carry that over into the next generation too. Yeah. Wii U, we don't really have to get too much into. It's basically mm-hmm. a fucking Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So the whole thing is that they've kind of pr- taken their style. Xbox has taken their controller and perfected it over time. They're like, we don't need to change it. We just need to improve on it. They're not... Back in the day, Nintendo was changing aesthetics left and right. And then they were... Xbox was trying to come up with what it was doing. PlayStation was just like, all right, well, we see what you're doing. We're going to add a little bit or improve on a little bit. Now, Nintendo is still trying to come up with something new, which is why we have Joy-Cons today, which are like the kind of individual little Wii Are you using your straps now? No. God, I'm not doing anything that requires me to throw the Joy-Con. Until they release a Wii Sports 4. Dude. Switch Sports. Dude, what if they They did, I thought. Uh, no, that fucking one two switch, I guess, doesn't count. It's not sports, though. No, there's no okay, sports. Okay, fine. But when they do release Nintendo Switch Sports, I will try to remember to use these straps. But all of these consoles have just kind of perfected their controllers over time. And they're like, why change it completely? Because, and I think you would agree with this, if they changed their controllers drastically, like made it a whole new thing, we would complain. We'd be like, I have been playing your Only Xbox. Only for PlayStation and Xbox. But I'm saying if they... Nintendo's been fucking changing it literally yes. every console if cycle. They com- but I'm saying Xbox and PlayStation, if they just completely redesigned their controllers, yeah. we would... That's why like, I hated the PS4 the controller so much. You did? You hated it? Oh, yeah. I'm, I grew to like it, but no, man, when they fucking... You weren't a fan of the big button. When they no. widen it, yeah, and then they had that fucking touchpad in the center that Which I, I never use. I don't use unless I have to. Nope. Pointless. I don't need it. Yeah. I mean, it... 
they try to add little things to it, try to improve on it, whatever they can. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it, which is kind of the message here. Unless you're Nintendo, then just have fun with it, I guess. Go nuts. So controllers are going to be a little different, but also kind of the same. Xbox Series X controllers are just kind of the same, but they don't have that weird trim on the top. No, they got rid of that, and then they added like a new share button now, so that's yeah. probably going to go away from like the guide or whatever. And they're backwards compatible, so you doesn't even, you don't even have to get one. Who yeah. cares? Who cares? Use an Xbox One controller if you really like it. PlayStation 4, they kind of got weird with it and like gave it this white look. They're trying to go different, but it's still the same. Bare bones, you know. It's a PlayStation controller. Four trigger buttons, all the other shit stays the same. But they're adding more things to it, what's called like haptic feedback, where it's like if it's raining in the game, you'll feel it on the controller. You'll like get a little bit more responsive triggers, which I appreciate. I like the triggers are going to be like, you're actually pressing this thing, and we're going to make you, you know, feel like you're actually pressing something down instead of just, okay, I know what's going on. After a certain point, you get like a squeak because my controller is just starting to squeak when I press the triggers. Yep. But it kind of turns into a where controllers are going to go from here. We don't know. Probably going to be the same shit. Nintendo's going to be going wacky with it. Who knows? Their brains are weird. But we would recommend buying the Xbox Elite controller. It's great. It is great. Yeah. It's a lot of money, but Sony also has off-brand ones that are like similar to the Elite. Like I think like Scuff Gaming has one that's like when I was out in Vegas, I tried it out. Like yeah. it's a super ergonomic, real nice controller. It has all those like extra bells and whistles that you can program buttons to. With controllers, especially nowadays. Back in the day, spending a lot of money on a controller didn't make any sense. Now it kind of makes sense because you're gonna get the bells and whistles that you really appreciate. That stuff that's like, you know what? This was worth it. Amar swears by his elite controller and he can use it on the new system. So he doesn't need to, I need to ask sell my mom to buy it for me again for Hey, can I buy another two hundred dollar controller for Please. the Xbox Series X? Didn't I just buy you one last year? Yeah, it was Yeah, but it's it's obsolete. Now. You know they're gonna come out with a series three and I'm gonna be like, Are you gonna buy it? Uh we'll we'll see if they announce it. The series two just came out I know, like but last it, fall. You, you know it's gonna come out. Are you gonna buy one? In like four years if it comes out? Probably. I mean, four years time, the elite. That means I get your elite too. You'll get a worn down controller, but <laughs> for sure. You know, like seven absolutely. buttons are missing. So this has been kind of a history of controllers. Yes, it's kind of boring. But as you can see, as we talked about, it, it was kind of interesting to see all these companies like take an idea, improve it, or add a button. All right, we added a stick. All right, we added two sticks. All right, we added three buttons. Like suck it. Like it was just an interesting look in the history of controllers. Something that people don't... Re- really think about they because it's just become an automatic you press the button to turn on your controller which turns on your system and then you're just automatically going and your brain your stupid human brain is thinking okay just move it don't even look down at your hands before we wrap it up what are your top five controllers top five controllers i would put joy cons up there i enjoy the joy cons rank them i don't have a ranking i'm not going to put them i'm going to put five that i enjoy gamecube is up there you gotta do you gotta do one two three four and five i'm not going to do that Xbox 360 is up there. I'd, I'd lump that in with Xbox One because there hasn't been much that changed. I know you know the difference. I don't really care. Yeah, Xbox 360 is number one. I would go... I actually like the PS4 controller, but I guess I'd go DualShock because... Which I really, DualShock? One, two, three, or four? Two. PS2? Yeah. DualShock 2? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because the new one, PS4, is fine. 
I don't need the middle button. I don't need the extra belt. I don't need a light in the back. I don't need like a speaker in it so it can like make noise. I don't give a shit. Sometimes I'm like immediately turn that off. I don't want to hear it. GameCube is up there. Xbox 360 is up there. Joy-Con is up there. And then Mad Cats. I'm kidding. I'm going to go number one, 360 controller. Number two, Nintendo Switch Pro controller. Ah. That's a great one. Number three, GameCube. Number four for me would most likely be the PS2 controller. And then number five is the SNES controller. Oh, you know what I'm going to say? Power Glove. Fair. Yeah, that's up there. Fair. Power Glove or the Super Shooter? So that has been kind of an oral history uh-huh. of, <laughs> of the controllers. We will see you guys next week with hopefully something a little bit more interesting. We hope you enjoyed this. If you listen this far, we are appreciative of that. We're also considering why. Why would you do that? Why would you listen this far? Most people probably gave up after five minutes. Week. Amar will hopefully be back next week. I will, so you're stuck with me. So. so sorry. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Peace.